0: Before we get into the podcast, I just wanna take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Rockstar Coaching Course. The Rockstar Coaching Course is not your typical coaching course, guys. This is an eight-week online coaching course that you as the box owner or head coach will go through with your entire team together. I created this course because as much as I've gotten value Over the years through courses like the level one, level two, level three, and specialty seminars, I've always felt like something was missing when it came time to translate that information back into a great class experience and in turn a successful gym. As a box owner and coach, I quickly found that soft skills like group management, relationship building, and communication skills were far more important to building a successful gym. So I created the Rockstar Coaching Course to put all those skills in a single course and to do it in a way where an entire team of coaches can do it together, not just the owner or one or two coaches going off and doing it on their own. So if you're a box owner and you're looking to develop a stronger and more cohesive team, upgrade your class experience, confidently coach less classes and retain more members then this is the course for you if you sign up today use code seven at checkout and not only will you receive 100 off but you'll also receive two 45-minute coaching calls with myself to troubleshoot any area of your coaching and your team development as well as lifetime access to the course head over to sevenfigurebox.com rockstarcoachingcourse to learn more and sign up Hey guys, welcome to the seven figure box podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza and today we're gonna be talking about how to better value your time. And one of the things that I think we should be constantly asking ourselves, both as coaches and affiliate owners is what is an hour of my time worth? And am I spending my time to the best of my abilities each day and each week? So I wanna pose those questions to you. What does an average day or week look like for you? Where are you spending your hours and where can you better spend those hours? And not just financially, but think about it from more of a happiness, fulfillment, productivity side as well. There's a bigger picture here. We're gonna start with the financial side, but we have to think of it from a more well-rounded perspective. And when I first did this exercise several years back and started to look at my weekly schedule, I realized that I was spending an inordinate amount of time coaching and doing customer service stuff. Most of my time was either spent between one of three activities, either coaching a class, programming the week of workouts or creating warm-ups or lesson plans for the next day because I was opening the gym a lot, or handling customer service issues or things in Zen Planner regarding memberships, payments, and other billing issues. And as new coaches and owners, I think this is commonly the case for a lot of us. We get stuck in those three activities primarily Um, And for a lot of people, you could throw in cleaning the gym into that as well, although I didn't really have a lot of that responsibility when we first started. And I think in order to break free from this and level ourselves up within the business to be able to work on the business a little bit more, we have to start to ask ourselves, what is an hour of our time worth? And we have to be able to audit where we're currently spending our time to see where we can better spend that time. And I think the best place to start is to do it from a pure dollars per hour perspective, okay? This is kind of that base level that we wanna be evaluating our hourly spend on, and it's a very good way to evaluate starting out. So look at coaching classes. What could you pay a coach to run an hour long class instead of you? For us right now, it's roughly $28 to $30 an hour. So if I'm coaching a class, then roughly my time in that hour is worth, let's say, $30 an hour to coach a class because the replacement value is that. What could I pay a front desk person or an admin to do all the Zen Planner tasks that I was doing before? You know, For most people, it's going to be somewhere between $12 and $15 an hour. So that's an easy thing that we can replace right off the bat if we're spending a lot of time on that activity. Then look at something like personal training. For most personal trainers, you can make $50 per hour. If you're a gym owner who's doing personal training, you have the ability to keep all of that, maybe that's 60, 75, $85 an hour or more that you could be taking home instead of doing the coaching the group class or instead of doing the Zen planner tasks that you could pay someone else to, to do. So you wanna think of this like an ascending ladder where you have all these different tasks that you can kind of earn your way up through this ladder. So front desk might be worth $12 an hour. Cleaning might be worth 15 to $18 an hour. Coaching classes might be 25. Personal training might bump you up to 40 or 50. And then maybe something like seminars or remote programming, maybe that puts you in the range of 50 to $100 per hour. And then we start to look at more of the business tasks like marketing or sales, maybe running a sales consultation and getting someone to buy 10 personal training sessions plus a month of CrossFit, that's probably worth well over $100 per hour if you're a really good salesperson. Or in the case of a business owner, switching members from things like credit cards to ACH. If you spend a few hours to write a couple good emails to execute on switching people from credit cards to ACH, that could be worth as much as $1,000 per hour for that time that you put in. Um, Or maybe something like hiring and training your employees. If you spend a few extra hours in hiring and training your employee, employee, that could actually save you thousands of dollars down the road and even hundreds of hours that you may have spent in meetings and trying to troubleshoot all these issues that you would have just better spent early on in that process by getting the right person on board from the beginning. So when we're talking about these repetitive tasks like cleaning, front desk, answering emails, this line of thinking is extremely valuable. By assigning a dollar per hour rate to these things, it really helps us to conceptualize the, these tasks and it gives us an idea of where we can better spend that time and start to level ourselves up within the business. Now, as an affiliate owner, if you're in the owner's shoes, it's a little less concrete because not everything that you do is going to have a direct dollar value associated to it right? It's easy when you have more of these employee roles like front desk, cleaning, coaching classes, personal training, all these things have a very specific assigned value to them. And, and they're going to fluctuate very little over time. And one thing that's really helped me a lot when I think about this is something that I learned from Ben Bergeron in one of his immersions, I think he, he mentioned it, but he, he talks about the two most important ways to spend your time as an affiliate owner is number one, spend time with your members, And number two, develop your coaches. And when I look at those two things, it's a great reminder for me when I get too distracted from those two things to invest in those two areas. But I think what Ben's really talking about is impact. So after dollars per hour, the next question that we need to ask ourselves is how many people can I impact with an hour of my time? Right? So when we go back to like the personal training example, you might be able to get a big dollar per hour for that hour, but it is still only one person that you can impact in a single hour. And in my opinion, if you're an affiliate owner that's fairly established, then doing personal training and being only, being only able to impact one person in that single hour is likely a waste of your time. Now, if you have a class of 15 people and you're starting to do group classes, then potentially you can impact 15 people in that one hour. So if we now compare and go based on impact, now group classes actually look more valuable than personal training, right? Or maybe we look at something like programming. If we're able to spend a couple extra hours per week perfecting our programming, making sure that it leads to a really great class experience Now, for us, for me personally, that could impact 300 to 500 of our members. You know, if I put the work into coaches notes and staging notes and what we want to emphasize in the purpose of the workout, if I give that to both our coaches and our athletes, not only am I impacting our 500 members, but I'm impacting our coaching staff as well. And it's a way for us to develop our coaches in that that, uh, instance. Now, if I write a blog post, or maybe I write a great email, or maybe I record a podcast, we have a gym podcast, I have this podcast, I have the ability to expand my reach beyond just those 500 members, right? A single post could potentially help thousands of people. Now, that might not be the case starting out, but things like blog posts and podcasts, those things last. Those can be evergreen uh, content that lives on your website, that lives in, in iTunes. And that can be there for years and decades to come. The impact is potentially a lot longer and a lot more lasting. And that's not, just, that's not true with classes. That's not true with personal training sessions. Yes, you might have that moment where you impact someone's life for a really long time, but for the most part, you can run a great class and then it's very fleeting. The next day you gotta show up and do it again. You starting fresh each and every day. Same thing with programming. You might reuse a workout or two when it comes to programming, but you're not likely gonna be repeating that exact same week over and over and over again when it comes to programming. So those things are fleeting where things like blogging, podcasting, creating creating courses, those have the ability to impact many more people over time. And once you get to the point that you are financially stable in this, you're making enough money to get by, I really recommend optimizing for impact rather than financials because I believe if you optimize for impact, you'll actually get both a lot faster. The financials will follow suit and you'll be able to have a lot more impact along the way. So we wanna be thinking about dollars per hour. We also wanna be thinking about impact. The final question we need to ask is, where does an hour of my time help me leverage the other hours of my day even more? Where does one hour of my time or energy make me more productive and better the other 23 hours of the day? So I'll give you a great example, sleep. Okay. If you sleep two less hours in a day, in a night, you may technically, you will technically gain two hours in your next day. But for a lot of people, myself included, if I get two less hours of sleep, I'm going to be a lot less productive the rest of the day. I'm going to be a lot less happy a lot less fulfilled the rest of the day by giving up those two hours so even though i've gained two hours in my day i'm not going to be as productive in those 16 hours that i'm up and i would have been better off sleeping most of the time those extra two hours so i could attack it and hit it hard when i am awake and coaching group classes is actually very similar to me so i still coach a decent amount of group classes each week even though i don't necessarily have to i could hire a coach, we can easily afford another coach to coach all those classes. And I wouldn't have to coach any classes throughout the week. But I still find that coaching those group classes makes me more productive the rest of the day and the rest of the week. And it allows me a, a few things. Number one is that it keeps me in tune with the community and our members. And it allows me to be more in tune with our programming so I can make that better each day and each week and it allows me to connect with our coaches. I can give them feedback more often because I'm, I'm taking their classes and I'm having them in classes and being able to give them more feedback. It also invigorates my love for coaching and why we even have this business in the first place. I still love being on the front lines and being able to share that best hour of the day with our members. And it allows me to learn a lot of lessons that I can take to the online world, like this podcast, and be able to share better lessons with other coaches and affiliate owners around the world. So I never wanna lose that group class experience and I don't see myself fully giving up coaching group classes for a while because I still really enjoy it. And it allows me to leverage the other hours in my day better, even though on paper, it's technically taking one, two, three hours out of that day that I could be working on some other thing. So we can't just look at it from a financial perspective. We can't just look at it from an impact perspective. We have to look at it from an energy and productivity perspective as well. And where does this hour leverage the other hours in your day? And maybe it's something as simple as running the bulldog scrubber and doing some cleaning once per week. Now, I wouldn't recommend doing seven days per week of cleaning because you should be delegating most or all of your cleaning. But if you enjoy cleaning and you are able to turn on a podcast, turn on an audiobook and listen to that and you're able to be in your own world for an hour, maybe that hour of cleaning makes you more productive the rest of the week. Maybe it's a de-stress for you. Maybe it's a chance to do some learning that you wouldn't build in your schedule otherwise unless you were doing it during that cleaning, cleaning part of your day. But figure out what it is for you. There's no answer I can just give you you have to figure it out for yourself, but you have to also realize that there's diminishing returns along the way. So cleaning is a great example. You may enjoy cleaning, but don't be doing it seven, 10, 15 hours a week because there is more important things that you can do. So think about that minimum dose that you might wanna keep of that thing that's gonna leverage the most amount of hours in your day and not have those diminishing returns because there's certainly other things in your business that you could be doing and it doesn't take 10 hours of cleaning in order to be connected to that part of your gym and if we apply that back to coaching most of you guys are still coaching too many classes in a week and there's diminishing returns there so if you're coaching 20 classes a week I guarantee that the value you're getting and you're giving in those first 10 hours is a lot greater than what you're getting in those second 10 hours that could probably be better spent on marketing and sales and developing your coaches and creating systems, right? On the flip side, there's things that we're doing in our average week that are actually costing us more than the actual time they're taking right? A big one is social media for a lot of people. So you may only spend 20 to 30 minutes a day on social media. Maybe you spend more, but let's say, let's be generous and let's say it's only 20 to 30 minutes a day. But that 30 minutes could be costing you hours of your day because it's distracting you. It's making you unproductive in all those. It's, it's interrupting all this productive activity that could be happening. So maybe an hour of social media work is actually costing you two three four hours of your day and that's something that you need to look within and figure out if that's something that you need to delegate because it's not worth it for you to spend 30 to 60 minutes on something that's really costing you a lot more and someone else who's who's better at social media and who can create better boundaries may be able to do that uh, cheaper than you and cheaper from an energy perspective than you can right same thing's true with emails and handling customer service issues that may only take you an hour to respond to emails. But if it puts you in a negative state, and it takes away from the love and passion and the reason you opened up your gym in the first place, then that hour is costing you a lot more. And I want to give you an example of how I've applied this thinking to something like personal training. We've talked about it a little bit, but I want to give you really specifics. So at first, when we were a uh, couple years into our gym, I decided I would take on more personal training because I was looking at it from this dollars per hour perspective. And that was also a time where we were kind of, uh, we were doing Mab- mad lab and trying to make this a big part of our business. So I wanted to kind of learn it as well. Um, but mainly I was ready to take on a book of personal training business, just like our coaches were. And I was looking at it from the perspective of, okay, a class is worth $25 an hour. And I could easily be making 50, 60, $75 an hour for personal training. So that's where I started and I began to take on more personal training in our first couple years of being in business. Then after a while, I started to switch my thinking to impact and I'm sitting there with clients and just, you know, I'm sitting there at a 6 a.m. class coaching one client and there's 20 people taking a beach fit or a CrossFit class And I feel like the experience in that group class could have been better, yet I'm over here in the corner with one client and I can only help that one client be better in that moment. And I felt like my hands were tied and I wanted to be able to offer more to the group class experience to be able to make that better. So that's where my thinking shifted of, okay, yeah, I'm able to make a lot of money in this personal training session, but I'm always gonna be limited to helping one person in an hour And I need to be able to help more. And even if that means coaching group classes for now, that is a better impact that I can have on the business as a whole. Then after making that decision, I didn't take on any personal training for a couple years. And when people would ask, I was very upfront about the fact that I don't do personal trainings anymore. But now recently, as of a couple months ago, I'm actually back doing personal training for the first time in years. And the reason why is because we recently started a new program that we call the personal coach, where we offer individualized accessory programming to our our group class members. And we do monthly 30 minute skill sessions with them to check in with them and to work with them in person. And they do this on top of their normal group classes. And I'm taking on clients for this, not because I need the personal training clients or Um, We need, you know, me as a coach to step in and do it. We have coaches that can do it. But I'm taking on three clients because Mm -hmm. I want to learn and understand exactly how this new program is going to work. And I want to know it intimately from the coach's perspective, from the member's perspective. And I feel Mm -hmm. like the only way for me to really do that is to get my hands dirty and really get in there and work with some clients. So I have another coach that's doing it. He has 10 clients. He's doing a lot more than I am, but I'm still taking on three clients so I can get a taste of what this looks like, how it's going to function, how it's going to work with true coach, how many hours it's going to take of the coach's time. Is it worthwhile? Is it priced right? Is it a good value for the members? Are they going to see the results that they want based on what they're paying? And I'm able to better evaluate those things because i have my hands dirty in this thing and i'm taking on three clients so i'm certainly not going to take on any more than that at some point i may i will probably phase those three clients over to someone else if they continue with it for a really really long time but for now i'm really enjoying it and it's allowing me to learn more about this new area of our business so i can create a new revenue stream for our business that's going to have a huge impact long term from for not only CrossFit Palm Beach and our numbers, but for our coaches being able to create a career opportunity out of coaching. And I did the exact same thing with nutrition a few months back. We started with Healthy Steps Nutrition uh, back in the summertime. And at first I was immersed in it big time. I, I was doing consultations and I was going through the training program and I was super immersed in it. But now we have a coach that's handling most of the clients. Tony, my brother, is running challenge with this other coach so I've stepped back big time in this but at first I was heavily involved to really make sure that we're doing right by the coaches and by the clients okay so we're gonna wrap up this podcast there I just want to summarize those three key questions that you want to be asking so first when valuing your time you want to be asking what is an hour of your time worth from a pure financial perspective what is the dollars per hour secondly how many people can you impact or influence with that hour of your time so think about it from a potential people impact per hour and then finally how does that hour positively or even negatively impact the other 23 hours of your day or 160 plus hours in your week and think about it from a productivity happiness and energy perspective Hey guys, this is Andrew again. Thank you for listening to the 7 Figure Box Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a 5-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We're on a mission to help box owners around the world create their dream gyms, whether that means building a 7-figure gym or simply creating a gym that they love showing up to each day. So please leave us a review and share this episode with a fellow coach or gym owner that could benefit from this information.